Hey everybody, welcome back to another week of Behind the Timeline, another week of amazing movies reviewed for you guys through the pop culture zeitgeist. We've actually got an absolutely amazing episode lined up for you. Uh, The ladies over at Isn't It Neat and Lindsay have collaborated to do a special episode just for you on Strictly Ballroom, which is Baz Luhrmann's first film those of you who know baz lerman will know he went on to direct 1996's romeo and juliet and 2001's moulin rouge one of my all-time favorite high school movies actually but that needs that is neither here nor there uh this was an awesome opportunity for us to collaborate with a just truly spectacular podcast if you guys have not heard anything from isn't it neat i strongly recommend you guys go check them out right now i'm not going to be doing the typical fun facts for you because i just gave you two in the beginning uh right here about baz lerman for more find out uh at wikipedia yeah (laughs) but uh yeah, just wanted to let you guys know this is a very, very special episode. Lindsay had a lot of fun doing this, and they were kind enough to edit this episode. So it's going to be a little bit different format than it was for our normal episodes, but I know you guys will enjoy it just the same. And as always, guys, follow us on our Twitter, on our Instagram. Let us know if there's a movie you guys want to see. Let us know if there's a podcast you think we should collaborate with. If you guys love Isn't It Neat, let us know. We always want to hear it. But until the next time we have the timeline adventures that we always have, enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by my sisters Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. And this week we're also joined by Lindsay from Behind the Timeline. Hi, Lindsay. Hey, guys. How's it going? (laughs) So good. So exciting. We're on different days. We're yeah. talking to you from that future. It's true. I am You're coming yesterday. at you from yesterday, last, yes. last night. <laughs> last night. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast? Yeah. Um, check us out if you guys haven't listened to us. We are like a film history podcast with me and my friend Scott, who is not here tonight, but will be on some of our future collaborations, we hope. Um and yeah, we're going through the official timeline of all the cool stuff that we like in film history. And right now we're kind of working through the 90s. So this this film fits, uh, even if we're a little bit ahead of this in the actual timeline where we are. Um, but yeah, we like to talk about all kinds of old crazy movies. And we just did Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dad as a request, uh, which was... Oh my goodness. I don't think I've even watched that movie. It was neither had I, and it was unhinged. Like, it was completely insane. So check out that episode. That's coming soon. Uh, And you guys can find us on Instagram at Go Behind the Timeline, at Twitter at Behind Timeline, or email us at Go Behind the Timeline at Gmail. So that's the plug for all of our stuff. Yeah. Um, But I'm really excited to be here with you guys, because we have a lot of overlap, right? Like, our shows talk about a lot of the same stuff. Um but we tend to feel pretty differently about them sometimes. So I'm excited to talk to you guys about this one. So movies and film are generally things we think are neat. So we like 
throw them in with our normal rotation. So we went through when we went through the Disney Renaissance. I think you guys had just started, but we like we just went through those ten movies, whereas you're like going through the nineties with a yeah. lot more movies. So lots of non Disney detours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and other Disney detours. Yes. As well. Mm. Yeah, like Goofy Movie, which I love. I love that movie. Ah, the Goofy Movie. I can't believe you didn't like it, Lindsay. (laughs) I liked it well enough. (laughs) There were elements that I liked. (laughs) I was like, that soundtrack. Yeah, agree with oh, Scott 100%. <laughs> love the music. Um, anyway, so today we're going to talk about um, an Australian film called Strictly Ballroom. Yay. Yeah, this was cool. <laughs> and I'm, I'm interested to know your thoughts about this film because I rewatched it on Friday night. I haven't, I haven't watched it in I don't know how long, probably uh, more than a decade. It's been a long time since I've watched it. Um, but when I put it on, it was like a warm hug from a friend. I was so <laughs> familiar and I was like, I love this film. It's so good. But I don't know if that's nostalgia goggles talking. Yeah, like I I interestingly hadn't seen this one and I've seen the other two in the trilogy, right? And I, I didn't really know that this this concept existed, right, mm-hmm. of this this trilogy of films that are unrelated to each other. Um, and I'm going to mispronounce his name. Uh, Lerman? Is it just Lerman? I don't know. Baz yeah, Lerman, the director? Baz Lerman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe I got it. Baz. I'm really bad with names. But there's, these, there's the Baz three. Lerman? There's... Baz Lerman? Baz Lerman. Baz Lerman. 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 But it's strictly Ballroom's the first Baz. one, right? And then Romeo and Juliet it's his and first Moulin Rouge. Yeah, and of course I've seen the other two movies, but I didn't know that this was like a thing between the three of them, mm-hmm. and I had not seen this one. And I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm here for all of this. It struck me yeah. as like, uh, this is a, um, in my opinion, a like recipe that you really can't do wrong. Like this concept of like doing some kind of eclectic competition, but like doing it your way. And you can't actually fuck that up. Like this effectively is bring it on or pitch perfect, right? So it's got all the tropes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's a formula. Yeah, it's a formula. It's yeah. a winning formula though. It never goes wrong. Yeah. So I was pleased to find that that's what the formula was. I was like, oh this movie. Yeah. I love this movie. Like that's yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Strictly Ballroom is a 1992 Australian romantic comedy film directed and co-written by Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann? Now I'm thinking Lerman? too hard Lerman? about how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's his his feature directorial debut. Ooh. So it's his first film. Um, and it struggled to get made. Like if you look at, I just read Wikipedia because that's where you find the most Same. information. <laughs> you look about the like the long story, the things. So it started off as a play when he was at NIDA, which is the National Institute of Dramatic Arts, which is in Sydney. It's like the big prestigious fine arts because mm. mm. we have a different system to the US <laughs> <laughs> universities. Um it's yeah, it's the big, it's the big one over there. And so he was there and he wrote this play and it went, it kind of went all over the place and did really well. And then someone saw it and was like, I want to make it into a film. And they're like, cool. And then, and then it was a long, long, like a lot of years finding funding, getting funding. He's an unknown director, not very many big names. Biggest name would be Bill Hunter, which is, uh, who's an Australian actor. I don't know if you even recognized anyone, Lindsay, from the film. Honestly, not really. Like it was Where's- like 
I think it's I think it's cool that these are like that we're going to try and collaborate in all three of these movies because it, it's mm. like an Australian <laughs> thing that uh, that mm. I don't know a ton about like that this whole yeah. like sort of over around it. Um, but I didn't recognize anybody. I don't know who anybody mm. is or what anything is. I was like completely brand new to the concept of this movie and like everything to do yeah. with it. So I have no nostalgia for it. So I want to hear about like your guys like, yeah, like yeah, life with this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I recognized almost everyone. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy is familiar in this film. to me. <laughs> yeah, Bill Hunter's the big one. Um, yeah. We will go through. We will go through them. But I wanted just in a uh, a little homage to behind the timeline. I wanted to have a little because you guys have a segment of like what's going on in the world. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't prepare for the crossover, but I can pull up. Uh, no, something. I've got I've got the Wikipedia page. Nineteen ninety two in Australia. That's such a fun twist. All right, let's hear it. Yeah, so the Queen Queen was uh, Elizabeth II. Our Prime Minister was Paul Keating. (laughs) 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 Probably don't even recognize. You know, we know that you know Queen Lizzie, but not anyone else. All of our probably not anyone else. Yeah. Oh, George H.W. Bush becomes the first president of the United States to address the Australian Parliament. Mm. Yeah, we connected. Yeah, (laughs) there was a thing. Uh, This was the year that Queen Elizabeth II visited Australia Mm. because it was her one of her jubilees. Mm. Um, And that was when our Prime Minister, Paul Keating, put his hand on her back. (gasps) Oh, scandal. Scandal, yeah. Broke protocol. That was one of the (laughs) biggest things that happened in Australia in 1992. (laughs) Um, Something something that's a bit a low point is that the Prime Minister announces the end. Oh, no, this is a high point. He announces the end of the ban preventing homosexual men and women from serving in the Australian Defence Force. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so that's good. Mm. (laughs) Good that that actually happens. Um, The third series of the British children's television series, Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends, gets its official launch in Australia, starting off being released on home video prior to transmitting on Australian television uh, on 15th of February. Okay, that is a vital point of our childhood, (laughs) Thomas the Tank Engine. Iconic. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. iconic. Um, Tim Winton's novel Cloud Street wins the Miles Franklin Award. I don't think I've actually read Cloud Street. Mm. I haven't, but everyone in Australia knows about Cloud Street. Yeah, it's it's, like a, a it's amazing. <laughs> Lindsay's like, eh. yeah, it's a <laughs> key Australian thing. <laughs> that sounds like a fun book. Mm. Um, also, the ABC debuts children's TV series Bananas in Pajamas. Oh my god! <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! Yeah, I think that got exported. Yeah, in the world. It's oh, classic. Yeah. Bananas in pajamas. Um, Peter Allen died. Peter Allen. Baby when my baby. Me. Yes. When yes, my baby smells me. me. <laughs> I knew the name that not yeah. who he was. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Lindy Chamberlain receives compensation for wrongful wrongful conviction oh. on murder charges. Do you know who Lindy Chamber, Chamber, Chamberlain is? That's a big no. one. You would. She's the, la- she's the lady who uh, didn't uh, go ate her baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> And she got yeah, off. Yeah, because it turns out. <laughs> well, she got convicted. She got wrongly convicted. Um, oh, because it was a, a dingo? Woman. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the <laughs> cultural <laughs> thing that went across is a yeah. dingo ate my baby, but none of none of the um, yeah. resultant, like, re- realisation that probably yes. <laughs> I want to say that dingo ate my baby is the name of Oz from Buffy the Vampire Slayer's band. And if that's not correct, 
then I just had a stroke. But I think that that is the name of Oz's band in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, and I'm looking I it up. I don't know because I didn't watch much past the first season, I don't think. Yeah. But it was, it's similar to, you know, how there was the lady who went through the McDonald's drive thru and bought the coffee and then burned herself and then was mm. kind of slandered. Yes. And in like a slander campaign. It's like I, I kind of liken it to that. It's very similar. So it's like, oh, Dingo ate my baby. It was mm. just like a joke. Yes. But it was like a real thing that happened. And- so much. That she should never have yeah. been put through in the first yeah. place. <laughs> it's really yeah. awful. Confirmed, yeah. however, that that is the name of Oz. Amazing! <laughs> the stuff that just shows up in your brain. Like, that. that's what I associate that with. I have no idea what the actual story is. I'm like, but in Buffy, though, the band for sure was called that. Yeah. So, yeah, that totally permeated over because that would have been right around the same time. Like, that, that in Buffy mm. would have been coming out, like, within the five years of that happening. So that's... All right. Okay. Um. So strictly boring, what we're talking about. So this film, like when I turned it on, the first thing I thought I saw. There's like this flash like, when moment. It, like, kind of winds up with the blue uh, genoeuvre. It's like, na 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 I love how it all winds up. And like as soon as I heard the music, I was like, I'm like almost mm. like half a scene ahead in my mind. I'm like, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I can't wait to see them all yeah. with their beautiful dresses. And Paul Mercurio, so <laughs> young. And such a nice <laughs> Oh, I loved it. those pants and the way they go when he, he dances at the boring his points. Pants, yeah. yeah, his little tight pants, yeah. I like yeah. how at no point in the film for any reason does he stop sweating. <laughs> like he oh, yeah. the, that's something that the, all the all the mm. men are quite sweaty. <laughs> Glistening in every scene. Yeah. I'm like, it's like, all a bitch, of them. huh? Like it's got it's <laughs> Yeah. It's tired. like this is they had to like in the process of getting funding. There was a lot of studios that were like, we'll take the film, but you need to have a different director. You can't have this unknown guy. And props to the producers who were trying to produce it. They Mm. were like, no, we need Baz Um, because I don't think it wouldn't have been Mm. what it is without Baz. He's he's got his own very particular style. Um, And then this film is what kind of launched that style. And then we got Romeo plus Juliet and Moulin Rouge and Australia and... I haven't seen mm. Elvis yet. I have to watch that. It's on my list. Did he make Elvis, the the one that just came out? Yeah. Wild. Okay. So, so this is stuff like, I yeah. don't know. I'm like, when oh, you get I to the Elvis that... movie, calls back. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. yeah. That's really also, cool. Which I haven't seen yet. It's fun to learn about this guy as like a new, like a director that I yeah. don't know who has this like yeah, whole that's so, thing. It's so funny. I think because because he was so successful, he's mm. like one of our guys. So we're yeah. like Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. So every time he like is doing something big in Hollywood, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like huge. He's our guy. And so he goes out and beats Wolverine of, Wolverine and we're like, that's oh, yeah. our boy. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and yeah, you and Baz together and in one. Oh, <laughs> that's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Paul Paul Mercurio, um, he mm. is a dancer, basically. So, um, and this was his first his acting debut, and he's gone on to do a bunch of stuff, and he became. So he's kind of a TV personality now. Um, so he was a judge on mm. uh, Dancing with the Stars, which you guys have over there, don't you? That's yeah. sort of all over the world, yeah. Yeah, so, that's that's one that, that is permeates all cultures yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah, everyone's got their version. And and 
I think the UK version is called Strictly Come Dancing. It is. And that is, so it's a reference. People, so many people in my life who I've told that I was doing this with you guys and they were like, wait, like ah! the reality show? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Because even, even in America, we first. know Strictly as the dancing show. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. And it, it's, it's, a, it's a reference mm-hmm. to the film. Like, it's kind of the ballroom that, film. I thought it must be. Yeah. And I was like, I'm understanding yeah. things about the world. Like, today I learned. Like, I was, yeah. this, I was yeah. today yeah. days like, old. Oh, my like, gosh. Yeah, yeah. that's why. We need to get one of those murder boards up with the um, red yarn, like all the connections (laughs) that happens in society based around this one film. And and they're all going to be like The Simpsons. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, everything comes back to The Simpsons. There's this big conspiracy that is The Simpsons. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Paul Mercury, he's awesome. And he went on like his latest thing, but I think probably like, like a decade ago now he went on a foodie tour he had like a um his own tv show where he like toured around i think towns in australia and like learnt like their food culture stuff um and his physique matched his <laughs> profession um, <laughs> yeah was a dancer mm. <laughs> as soon as he progressed to like judge mm. and food critic <laughs> yeah but like it, it's sweet, fun. It's, yeah he seems like a real good guy and i think there's talk that he he only did a couple of seasons of um dancing with the stars because he's too nice and they need the mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. mean judge mm-hmm. which for us was Todd McKenney who you probably don't know at all because we haven't exported him no um, I don't think mm-hmm. so did you guys did you Caitlin and Helen did you catch Todd McKenney um, in this film? it's a, I know his name <laughs> but I he, can't think it, of who he is he so Tom McKinney was, yes. you know, Tina Sparkle. Yeah, and he's uh, the guy, that... Nathan. Someone. Ah. He's the guy who was retiring. So that's he's out what there. I thought. But then yeah. I was like, but his hair is so different. So young. Yeah. So yeah. young. Yeah. So uh. he, um, he was Nathan. Someone who was retiring, and then Tina Sparkle, who is Sonia Kruger. Mm. Sonia Kruger. Who's a television personality here? She's mm-hmm. very tall. She's gorgeous. Everyone's like, "Oh, Sonia Kruger. She's got such long mm-hmm. legs, and she's beautiful." I think her um, name I've heard. You know, it's funny because, like, it, despite having no idea who most of the people you mentioned are, I should have some more, at least slightly more knowledge because we used to get like Australian neighbors and like uh, oh, different yeah. Australian Everyone's been on media. neighbors. Like in the UK, though, like when I lived in Scotland, like we would yes. have, like we had like more. We're like, big I in the UK. Exposure. <laughs> Than like mm. if like Scott would have if he was here, right? For instance, like yeah. just someone who was like always lived in the states. Like I should hypothetically know a little bit more, but so her name rings probably, a bell. But yeah, she would have been on Neighbors, I think. Um, but she does a lot of like she hosts the Logies, mm. uh, like award TV mm. shows. Oh, she's a celebrity. Okay. Celebrity, she's like one of those celebrity mm. sure. people. Well, and those um, are the types of people who would show up on like the quiz shows in the UK. And then yeah. I would see those on the BBC, right? So, like, yeah, hi, probably uh, yeah. my inability to know names will work against me, but there probably is more connective tissue of stuff that I know. Yeah. And but, you'd probably, like, like, look at her IMDb and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I would have seen her in all these things. Yeah. Because yeah. there but was a lot of Australian like, even- comedians and stuff who would come over and do stuff in the UK. Yeah, because <laughs> we're big over there. <laughs> we're popular because of Neighbours and Home and right, Away. Exactly. You, you uh, probably yeah. know Tara Morris because she's one of those ones that pop in and out of like weird things. Tara Just, Morris. Like, she, said, she was Fran. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fran. Tara, yeah, I don't. Tara Morris. Is I don't <laughs> recognize her from anything. Oh, I see. She's in the. I've yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, like she's. I didn't see her again. Yeah, but she's. Uh, I recognized her, and I was like, "Where is she from?" She's. She pops in and out of mm. like those weird miniseries that are just like three episodes long. Or she's got like a bit part in something. She was in uh, Dance yeah. Academy, Erin, which you recently watched and cried about. Yeah, um, a lot of these uh, actors like, work. Yeah, she's in so They're many like things. Working but she's actors, one of those, which is um, yeah, like a typical working actor rather than like a big Hollywood actor. Like they're all kind of they work mm. regularly, but they're not like huge. They're on Law and Orders, like six yeah. different people. Yeah. So uh, remember the bit where um. The, where she, the girl is, the partner is angrily storming out and then he slides over the table and dances with her. And I was so, I was like, oh, I'm in love. Oh, Look yeah. at him. Oh, the tango bit. Yeah. Oh, if someone danced at me like that, I'd be in love. Oh, yeah. I did, I and did I like, so to do that to me. much appreciate like the like yeah. opening like scene with like the flashes of what you can see the ballroom people getting ready and yes. that ridiculous hair just like hard as a rock like that fringe thing the that, no yeah. something about mary yeah, no, yeah. the fringe thing <laughs> like a wave it's beautiful and the, the styles kind of remind me of Catherine oh. Kim, just the blonde hair with all the makeup and the yes oh. i think i think that's what so um um, Pat Thompson played Shirley Hastings, who's mm. Scott's mother, um, and I think she passed away before the film premiered. It was one of those really sad things. Um, but I'm like, I've seen her in so much stuff, but when I look at her stuff, I'm like, I think, I think I'm conflating her it's with the Catherine way she Kim. looks. Yeah, is and Kath the mum? Yeah, yeah Kim's the because Kath goes Kimmy, 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 Kimmy. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay knows Catherine Kim. You know, yeah, that, I, know Kim. that I like. Yeah. I, I don't know oh, that no. I can picture it, but I'm like, as you guys in- imitate it, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was surprised yeah. how much this did make me laugh, like right from the beginning, because I didn't know what to expect. Mm, yeah. I didn't watch a trailer. I've never seen the movie, and I was like, let's let's go, let's see what this is. I have no idea. Did you love how like straight away the drama is like? He dances. He throw it yes, all away. Yes. <laughs> Where did I go wrong? It's just well, it, it's like pitch perfect, <laughs> right? Or it, this yeah. formula is fucking mm. winning. Like I, mm. I absolutely loved how serious they were and just like the way that they're just flipping out. And I liked the yes. documentary yes. intro to this too. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, wrong as a mother. It's so like, Scott's year. There's such a thing as a ballroom dancing competition. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah like, dramatic. What does it do? They're like because it's like sort of laid out. They're talking about this awful thing, and you're watching the thing, and you're like, "What's wrong? What's going to happen? What is the terrible thing that's going to happen?" And then it's like, "He's dancing. Steps. My pearls. That's all." Um, and I, I really liked how like you first see Fran and she's like, I really yeah. like the steps. I thought they should have won. And then straight away it cuts to like Liz storming out and she's like, hi, Liz, I think you should have won. Yeah. <laughs> knocks her over. Um, also, I think it's really clever because it sets up um, the world. Mm. So mm. the world of this movie is not the real world. Right. It's a slightly heightened, slightly to the left Things can happen. Things like Liz saying, I wish what's her name would break both her legs. <laughs> and, and then it just happens. Yeah. And then so, and then it happens. And you're like, Yeah, okay. Yeah, I believe then, it. I buy into this whole yeah, premise. Now. And that means that at the end, which is kind of ridiculous, like just skipping straight to the end, when they're like, 
they just plug the music in so they can dance and there's all this stuff and you're kind of like, I'm not really quite sure why <laughs> this is important, what's going on? And then they dance and then they finish and then everyone comes on the dance floor and happy ever after and you're kind of like, well, who won? And yeah, they don't tell you. It doesn't matter. Wait, who won? Because in the world of this movie, the it is an extreme important thing. They need to win this competition. The Pan Pacific <laughs> Amateur Ballroom Competition. Yeah, yes, to lose dance it. championship, Erin. It's the yeah. Pan Pacific Grand. Sorry, Pan Pacific Grand Prix Amateur Dancing Championship. <laughs> ah! um, I practiced that a lot, and I still biffed it. Um, yeah. The point is, the it's a dance. The parents own the dance school, and they wanted to win the championship so that they would get publicity for their dance school and therefore earn money and like be able to survive and they didn't and it has hung over them for the entire rest of life but they've got this new option and it's their son and he's amazing but he's just dancing his own steps that's outrageous yeah they're not not strictly ballroom that's what this means right they're not strictly ballroom steps yeah um but the point is at the end they're enjoying the dancing people are more likely to do something that they enjoy so they probably did get more um business out of it so like it does work even if you like look at it from a logical level but like I just I I remember being in dance school and mm. the dramas just being like obnoxious, like mm. the community. It's yeah, the, like, it's the world, and it's the same in any yeah. kind of hobby. I think any little yeah. community. It's extreme within the hobby, but as soon as you take a step back, you're like, it's <laughs> not as bad as you think, guys. Okay, <laughs> no, like that yeah. exactly encompasses why this formula works. Yeah. That satire. Yes. That. Mm, like yeah. really fun opportunity for satire is why this works. Yeah. Of like you yeah. step yes. back and it's like, what the fuck? And it's it's there's even other examples of it, like uh Blades of Fury, arguably. Yes. Or um yes. or, or Talladega Nights, arguably. These like yeah. niche things mm-hmm. are like, this is the community that we're in, and this is the most serious fucking thing that you've ever seen in your life. And you know what started it? The Karate Kid, my favorite movie from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's uh, this I formula yeah. works. Like because because so few people are like actually entrenched in these really niche things, uh, and yeah. it's incredible to like just make it the end all be all of your life. Yeah. And I'm like, I really yeah. actually don't know what the stakes of that competition were. I'm not sure the movie made that super clear to me. Of like, except that they yeah, but it, it didn't matter. It's yeah. the community, yeah. and it's yeah. like yeah, it's what everyone it was wants. so important in the community, and everyone's got all these opinions about the thing before it happens, and then it happens, and it's like. Okay, on to the next thing. Um, but this is like also a, a thing with Australian cinema that you don't necessarily get outside of Australian movies. Like there's a total vibe. Um, the castle has it. It's this tiny little piece of, of a world where you get introduced to someone in the middle of something. And Have you seen The Castle, Lindsay? Oh, oh my God. I recommend. <laughs> We're going to Bonnie Doon. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to get a list going. <laughs> straight to yeah. the yeah. Super, super short summary of the castle. Yeah. Man's home is his castle. Exactly. Uh, he's, extending the airport, and they yeah. want to buy his the and street his property. Extreme drama is this is his home, and he loves it, and this is where his family have lived, mm. and he's he loves got a pool it. Room, so it's the, yeah. the and he's up. so proud of these tiny little things that other people are just like. Whatever, throw it out. Who cares? But he's proud of it, and that's the point: is that it's, it's got his Eric home. Banner in it. It's got Eric Banner in it. Um, Young Eric Banner. Tell yeah. him he's dreaming, right? But like this <laughs> is the same. Do, yeah, yeah. yeah, same thing with Strictly Ballroom. Sponge it's cake. 
really, really important to the people in the thing and you buy straight into it because mm-hmm. they just present it to you, but mm-hmm. they don't ever tell you what it is. They, they, it, It's just there. It's um, What was the recent one with What's-His-Face about the sheep up out at um, Mount Barker? Oh, Rams. Rams. That is That's a great a remake Australian of a Danish film. film. Yeah, but it's a great Australian film. It's got old Australian vibes where they, they don't necessarily tell you about specific world things around it they just sort of go Hmm. this is a person this is the life that they're living and this is the extreme drama that they're facing themselves and then they leave you and it's like you've just turned a page in a book and you moved on to the next thing it's great I love it so much I love Australian cinema (laughs) yeah but I I know what you mean with the like that style of filmmaking like I think Wes Anderson Mm. does sort of a similar thing of like where you're just contained Mm. in their world right and yes whatever else it is but Wes Anderson is a fantastic version of that world Baz Luhrmann and like quintessential Australian theater is Mm -hmm. a just slightly more dramatic version which is like all of that anxiety and stress that you feel in your day-to-day life it's not important it never is important. Yeah. But in the moment, you're like, it's the worst thing in the world. But it's important to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like your yeah. Like journey. Yeah. So and I love it. I'm excited to see the next two films in this too because like, because I have seen those, right? I have seen Romeo and yeah. Juliet and I have seen Moulin Rouge. And when I was like doing my little like Wikipedia research for this, right? It's like that these three films make up. Like they're not connected in plot, but they're connected in theme that they explore, theme. like mm. dance. Yeah. So this one's song, dance, Mulan poetry, song, and then uh, and poetry. I think. Po- yeah, poetry and like prose, prose. written word. So yeah. that's yeah. super cool. Like I'm excited to watch all yeah. three of these. With yeah, that I'm in excited mind. to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch them like critically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like see the kind of progression. Yeah, yeah, because they were, I think, because 1992, I was what like five years old. Helen wasn't even born. Nope. So I existed, Strictly Ballroom as a kid um, was on TV all the time. Mm. And I've only seen Romeo Plus Juliet once. I haven't um, seen it at all. Probably once Because or twice. I was like, oh, it, yeah, like, but Moulin Rouge was a big one yeah. that I went to the cinema and, mm-hmm. and was assaulted. Like I felt, like, I was just so overwhelmed that first scene. You're like, what is going on? Um, and that was the one that was like really part of like my growing up really but then watching. they were always I don't remember them being individual like they were always presented as the trilogy and they all start with the like red curtain opening yeah and so I always knew that they were they went together like it I was... didn't think I knew I remember I think I actually saw Strictly Ballroom at school and that's why I watched it at home yeah. again <laughs> this vague yeah. memory I it's saw it somewhere I realized that oh I love ballroom stuff yeah and watched it again and yeah. I was like yay yeah, yeah. It's I love the I love the dancing in this. Yes, I very much enjoyed the choreography. I yeah, yeah. love the dancing and the outfits and the and I'm like that <laughs> yes. was really fun. Oh, yeah. yeah, Paul Mercurio did the most of the choreography, mm-hmm. so he's a choreographer. And then the Spanish stuff, so oh, yeah. ripped dad who has a nice butt also um <laughs> he did the like he's a flamenco dancer so he did all the flamenco stuff and yeah, yeah i love the little bolero jacket and yeah. the, like, tight pants You're, like, that was really um, cool and I... it surprised me i didn't expect to to get that in this movie mm, <laughs> in, yeah. this, in my australian oh, the, the movie, one scene that it. sticks out to me is the grandma pat you know doing the yeah, chest the, the rhythm chest. and feel the rhythm, the rhythm bum, yeah, bum, bum, yeah. Bum, and that's the <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of something. Something I noticed this time was that 
like he so Scott Hastings like the character he's like the the women are always commenting like grandma taking like unbuttoning his shirt and going like like he's sexy there's all those kind of like comments about the men mm. and um and you can see their butt shaking and like <laughs> like it's highlighting the like sexiness of men and like their butts and their outfits and then you have all of these so especially in Boron, especially when they start to do the Latin stuff and they're wearing fruit, like those costumes, they are stuck on with Hollywood tape. Mm. Like they are just, they are the tiniest possible strips Mm. of fabric that you can find to expose as much skin as possible. They've all got their fake tans and they're like makeup and stuff, Mm. but none of the women are really sexualized in the way it's filmed. You know that they're pretty. There's the pretty ones and the less pretty ones, but it's not so much like... Oh, look at her shape. Look at it's like, just the like, bright colors and the tassels. Yeah, yeah. And, the and it's, look at it, it, well. it's it feels like a film shot for the female gaze, not for the male yeah. gaze. That's which what is I was going to say. Yeah. For something yeah, from exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I remember yeah. watching it's it. Not something that happened in the early nineties. No, like, like, when Helen... I first saw the guy, I was like, oh, I remember being really attracted to this guy. And I can't remember why. And then he started dancing. I was like, oh, that's why. (laughs) With his hair, he's Mm. got like the the, 90s haircut. (laughs) Titanic, Um, same thing a little bit, right? And wild that like both movies made by men, but five years apart. But like, yeah, it is it is wild to see the female gaze. But Titanic totally did the same thing with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kate Winslet got nominated for an Oscar and everyone sexualized Leo, so there was a difference. Yeah, Yeah. it's wild. It's the other way around to what it usually is, which is amazing. Yeah. Um but then that's why these films get labeled as like romantic comedies Mm. for girls. They're for women. women. (laughs) Um and it's like, yeah, but they're still really good movies. Like Mm. I had forgotten. Like I, I did rewatch Titanic when you did your episode, Lindsay, and I was like, oh yeah, it's a three-hour movie, and it took me a while to like go like commit to actually yeah. watching it. But then as soon as I put it on, I was like, this like, movie is fucking excellent. The second it's on yeah. your screen, right? I felt the exact same yeah. way. I was like, all right, we're doing this. Like we had a request for that movie, and I was excited to see it, and I like Titanic. But I was like, mm. all right, I gotta sit down for three hours. Like that's the thing, yeah. right? And then you put yeah. it on, and it's like it's a bit of a chore. James Cameron, you motherfucking genius. And I feel the same. Yeah. The Avatar sequel, yeah. which I'm obsessed with, and I didn't even go see it in theater. Oh, I haven't seen that. Mm. I didn't yeah. see yeah. it because yeah. I was like, who fucking asked for <sighs> it? Nobody. And then I watched it when it came yeah. out on the streaming services, and I have seen it. I would not shit you, ladies, like ten times. Like wow. I loved yeah. it. Wow. <laughs> like, how did you how did you access Strictly Ballroom? Where did you find it to watch it? Oh on uh something called Tubi. I don't so know if you guys get it. Uh, yeah. Pirating. Mm. It's not yeah. pirating. Mm. It's it's like an app that's on the Apple TV it's Plus. A like it's a it's but it's oh, okay. also not a service. It's free. And there's ads. Uh, yeah. And there's random ass movies on it so i had it for free with ads on on yeah. tubi so we occasionally we do find yeah. that stuff is available on tubi and it kind of blows our minds like weird old stuff yeah is there. so for for us it's on apple tv plus um no abc or is abc ivy so mm-hmm. our australian broadcasting corporation which is our version of the bbc mm-hmm. so it's on their streaming app for free which i suppose is kind of i guess if it's on the apple there must be some licensing thing. Yeah, there must that, be. I get kind ads of for Tubi every with Apple. now and then. So yeah, I knew that to check that was it out. See yeah. if we can find stuff. <laughs> it's a solid app to things. have on the Apple TV. Like it's there's randomly you will find movies you can watch on there that you would just like mm. not expect. 
Um, a lot of the older stuff that we've covered, we found on Tubi. Randomly. Yeah, it's hard to find Tubi, some old stuff Tubi sometimes. gives me the SBS vibe, Erin. You know, like, ah, like SBS. SBS is our international film sort of broadcasting network. And oh. they have a lot like, of international films. So, so that's all the Ghibli films from SBS. All the Ghibli films. Like the weird Swedish versions of all of the Hans Christian um, fairy tales, yeah, yeah. all all of yeah. the movies that mum was like, you cannot watch this. It has to be on after like eleven o'clock on like regular mm. TV, but on <laughs> SBS it's like nine thirty. <laughs> and dad didn't realize what we were watching. <laughs> dad watched all they those like the big kung fu movies with all the explosions yeah. and the cool yeah. things yeah. and the bad yeah. dogs. Yeah. The really so, bad. Yeah. yeah, I like. Yeah. I don't think the rest of the world quite realizes how multicultural Australia is because <laughs> we're just mm. like. Homo- and that's a, that's one of the themes in this film. Yeah, how's that segue? Yeah, that, yeah. I like that. yeah, ten out of ten. So, so the ballroom world, and it's something I really noticed. It's like the, all these all these white dudes are like holding positions of power in the in the um, ballroom world, which is a very white lower middle class um, group. <laughs> and I like how you see like the dancers' jobs. Mm, like, like one of pool them, salesman. <laughs> yeah, they have those like retail kind of jobs. I love Scott's mum with her makeup. Mm. <laughs> like Fran comes in, she's like, "Oh, Fran, did you run out of that that apricot scrub?" I'm like, "Oh my god, apricot scrub!" Because we had so apricot scrub. Yeah. Oh, we all had yeah, apricot, apricot scrub. That's yeah, that's apricot scrub is the. <laughs> But, yeah. like, it, it was mum's friend brought the box over and she folded it out and we got to look mm. at all the things the and it, we always got oh, the Avery yeah. yeah. The MLM. It's like she's she's in an MLM. She totally is in an MLM. Mom. It's yeah. a side hustle <laughs> MLM to keep the dance studio going. Um, yeah. So that's the that's that group. But then you also have the Spanish migrants, so mm. Fran and her family are the mm. Spanish migrants. And then there's like that little bit of so when Scott comes and does that ridiculous pasodoble, it's it's the kind of whitewashed culturally appropriated version of like a mm. yeah, I a, don't really like understand this, but look at me, I'm being real sexy because I'm Spanish yeah. now. Yeah. And they laugh at him and they're like, we're going to show you the real way to do it. And I have a Spanish friend and she sometimes comes oh, when, yeah. I, when I'm dancing and I do a dance concert and there's like Spanish, like flamenco dancers. She's like, oh, my God, it brought me back to my childhood. Like, because at parties and stuff, there's always people playing the guitar and like stomping around, dancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, so much part of their like culture and the way they interact and socialize i was Um, i wouldn't even stand up at a bar i was at in uh, colombia and i was with some of my friends who are colombian and i was like they're like come on let's dance and i'm like you're kidding me if you think that i can like these people are just like random whoever locals who've had a couple of beers Mm. at this like random dive bar in cartagena like i'm not and they are like the greatest dancers i have ever seen in my life and i cannot Mm. stand in this establishment i'll be sitting such that no one should expect me to try to be able to do any of this because i'm not a dancer and it's like they're incredible it's like amazing yeah and it's not performative it's like yeah they're just jamming and every, yeah. it's, but it's such a cool a thing time. about that culture that yeah. it's just like it's like literally it was some random dive bar but everybody's dancing mm. and it's just something that they do yeah. and it's like That's, the best yeah, it's how it how it goes yeah so that kind of yeah in this film they kind of intersect those kind of cultures and scott kind of learns more and that's part of his like artistic mm. 
like expression. He's trying to find, he likes, he wants the new steps. He wants to do something different. He wants oh, to branch out. He's bored I with love all this ones. direction mm-hmm. as well because he is furious straight away. He is white man angry. Yeah. I've been told that I'm doing something wrong. And <laughs> they're like, ha, 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 you're, you're silly. Let me show you. And he is at the same time he's angry that they've said, you're wrong, let me show you, and he's like, I need this information. So, like, yeah. you can see both of that like, happening. What did you think of my steps? Yeah. And they're all like, what are you even asking? Like, like, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> they don't exist. Yeah, and he, he's <laughs> at 11 and they're like the normal viewer going, like, dude, it's just a dance. And then it was, what was that the dad say, can I borrow your ear a tick? <laughs> No, yeah, he's getting yeah, shut yeah. down. Yeah. Oh, dad. Yeah, he's dad's so sweet. <laughs> and so dorky and I love him. I love it when he's <laughs> yeah. dancing with Fran and then goes up to the roof because dad came out and dad does his dancing and his goofy little time. And he's having fun at the same yeah. time that they're te- he's teaching Fran and it was And like, I love... Oh. I love the reveal of like he was the like really sexy dancer of his day. That's the one in the photo. Yeah. And he, he was and he's such a dork. Mm. He is <laughs> a dork. So yeah. And all the all the speaking of when they go to the roof, all mm. the Coca-Cola <laughs> yeah. place. Okay, okay. Is that is the one thing I knew from this movie. That yeah, I feel like I've Coca-Cola seen them thing. dancing in front mm. of the Coke sign. <laughs> that's they, all the. That's all of the um, promo material. Mm. Mm. It is that rung a massive photo. bell. Like I have clearly seen some kind of promo for this before, or yeah. I have seen. Mm-hmm. Erin, like- did you find any information about whether or not Coca Cola sponsored them, and that was why? I don't know. Like it didn't say anything in the Wikipedia. Yeah, but, but they like might have. Yeah, because it's it's so prominent and it's yeah. so obvious. And they come off like at one of the competitions, they come off the dance floor and they get and a refreshing Coca-Cola. two cans yeah. of Coke. <laughs> and they're like, it's definitely Pose. So you can see the. Um, yeah, the. They must there. have had like a branding thing with them. This is, it's very different our normal conversations to this one where like normally Aaron's like, this is what the, the background is and this is what happened in the movie. Whereas we're just like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, I didn't want to do a recap. We, I wanted to talk a more about the theme. Yeah, because we're also and... like telling Lindsay about like what Culture. it is that we take away from it, and like mm. sharing with like like the dance in the in the movie, um, well, which I think is fun though, and I think that's a cool thing for our collaboration because we are doing these Australian films of like what do, what do these things yeah. mean to you guys? Because I think that's really interesting. Like it's 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 always like interested me how different the cultures are between australia new Mm. zealand and sort of britain and the u.s say right if we clump those two together there's so much yeah it's easy to kind of go it's all we're all kind of there's there's, yeah we all kind of are english speaking pretty different first worldy places south africa to an extent sometimes gets looped in there like but it's mm. so, so, so different and people really underestimate mm. um, how much is going on in Australia that nobody else knows about. And like mm. I so I always find that interesting. So I'm aware of that. I just don't know all the details mm. of all of it, but I'm very aware of it. Like there's a whole yeah. thing going on over there that we don't know about. But but yeah, yeah. I thought I thought this movie was awesome. The, so one thing that I noticed in it, if we're talking about themes, is the generational trauma. I was yes. really oh, struck yeah. by that the whole way through of mm-hmm. like. Like you said, it's like this little microcosm community and it, there's like so much pressure from the parents on him to like do the yes, steps. Trained right. him since he was six years old, since he was pushed six. him into this life. Yeah. And the expectations of the parents, yeah. like, it's like, let him live his own life. Mm. Like, Well, then she starts like really fucking with him, right? Like, yeah. Mm. 
they're so mean to like, and it's um, Barry. Who's the president? Uh, the, the Barry guy, yeah. Barry Fife, yeah, yeah Barry Bill Fife, Hunter. Yeah. Bill Hunter was the so he plays the president Barry Fife. He's the he was the big name mm. of the film. He was like the famous person. He's been in everything. Um, <laughs> I recognize him. him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's manipulating the circumstances. So it's him that convinced. Um, the parents. Dad, Scott's dad, not mm. to no. He like told Shirley, like he told Shirley them all decided things. to dance he told them with all different things. The, yeah, so yeah. that he would win yeah. that year. Yeah. And he's the one. He's the kind of head honcho that wants to keep the status quo. It's that very. But he uh, has to he because to he's committed it to it. it he, is. He's so mm. committed to it because he only makes money off those stupid videos that he sells. Yeah. <laughs> and he only sells them at the Grand, uh, hang on, Pan Pacific Grand Prix Amateur Dance Championship. <laughs> now, he sold them at the Waratah, the local he did, Waratah. But the Waratah was championships. the way you have to dance at these competitions. Yeah, if you win the Waratah, yeah. you can go to the thing. You have to have like points and stuff. There was like a whole, yeah. there was a whole it's like a circuit. nonsense circuit thing. Mm. It's like it's like any of those like underdog um, sports movies where there's like this is the stakes. They are way higher than they need to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's they a montage. One, they got to lose one, and, lose one they, and then come back yeah. fighting again, and then they got to learn mm. the power of friendship. I'm um, telling you, I was mm. immediately. <laughs> hooked on this yeah. movie and here for it when I realized this it's was the formula. So I'm like, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you cannot yeah. do wrong by it. It's amazing. Mm. And then we, there's also the um, take the girl's glasses off since she's pretty. Yeah. I, I thought that, that she progressively got even prettier after her glasses came off. She, like, because she the had, first thing she had all that acne and stuff. She doesn't have the, and it's kind of almost set up so the first shot of her, she's like blotchy and mm. awkward. She just the big glasses got that, that t-shirt like that does nothing big. for her. Um, yeah. and, and then she comes to the dance studio for her class and that's where Scott's mum says, oh, honey, like, have you run out of that apricot scrub Like <laughs> being like your complexion is bad? She's like, it's okay, I've, I've got you sorted. Mm. And then it's like she's using that apricot scrub. And that's what's causing that better. problem. Yeah. And also, so I kind of thought about up. it was like also like they're slowly falling in love, and he's seeing her as she's learning to dance and getting better. That oh, he's seeing yeah. her as pretty. Definitely, that's happening too. But she's also more and more confident in herself yeah. because yes. she yeah. is a second generation immigrant who is in a situation where she wants to be um, seen as like normal and popular in the like the society that she grew up in, like high school girls, but. And, like, they're all into dance and she's like, oh, they're so cool, I want to be into dance too. But she comes from this, like, lineage of amazing dance that's just different and no one yeah. respects her mm. abilities or her talent or mm. anything. She's just there in the background being, like, awkward and weird. Um, and as she gets more similar- confident in herself, she's also showing that externally too, which is, like, there's so many themes! Yes. <laughs> and she's similar to Scott as well because, yeah. like, she's obviously been brought up in this tradition of this style of dance mm. and she's kind of branching out because she wants to know what else there is. Mm. Like, yeah. I make so up my own like, steps too. Yeah, <laughs> make her own style mm. and that's why I think she's so attracted to Scott. Yeah. Um, and then He's why he becomes fake. attracted to her. And, yeah. like, of course they have to kiss at the end. It's like, yeah. you're, gonna, you're like, well, they're going to fall in love, like, that's fine. They, they have great chemistry. I was super here playing for the every two time they dance. Yeah. yeah. And I I appreciated like when you look at the ballroom girls, they've all got their false tans and they've got their makeup yeah. that's like mm. pink <laughs> and like blue and bright and they and they're sparkly and they're sharp and they're pointy. 
um, and they're very precise, exactly how ballroom dancers are. It's like that kind of style. When Fran dances, Scott dances like that anyway because that's just that's how he's been brought up. But when Fran dances with him, she's not any of those things. She's not mm. She's not like the other girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, she's in a she nice She is more dress. natural. Yeah. She's she's looking at him because when, doesn't you, do, wear when the you dance ballroom, you, your head – you turn your head to the left and, like, if you watch, like, the waltzes and stuff, you're not looking at each other. You're looking like away. The, you're literally <laughs> hanging back. Because that's like, the old prudish. You can't be that close to another. Yeah, <laughs> you're, like, belly you buttons to are be, touching, you know. but your chests are, like, a, a foot apart. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, no, they're, they're, like, bent right exactly. back. But, yeah. but to your point about, like, them both being from that background, right, like, that they both come from mm. a dance background, of course yeah. they do because in this movie everybody does, just like in Karate Kid, everybody does karate. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. The way, that's like, the base yeah. standard of, like, what does your life look like? Karate. And that, like, everybody's yeah. doing yeah. dance. Of course they are. <laughs> yeah. Everyone dances. Yeah. And that's what the community's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I do. And at the, at the end when she's in that beautiful Spanish yes. dress with the ruffles and he's wearing the little, baby. like, sparkly And the, the way he goes jacket. to, do you still want to dance with me? And the grandma, I, pulled, I brought this just in case. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and that is love, a quick change considering yeah. what she had yeah. to get out yeah. of and what she had to get into. <laughs> and, yeah, and that the thing's still going. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was because he comes off in his tux, which is hot in itself, yeah. like a nice tuxedo. So he comes off in his tux from Dancing with Liz and then he, like, runs around being chased by his dad and mm. then dad tells him the story and then they're calling him to come on for the Latin and I'm like, that wasn't enough time to get changed. Like, that wasn't <laughs> enough time for Liz to stick her sparkles her yellow thing to herself i'm like that's oh no that takes time. like 45 minutes <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like that was really quick but They'd also like condense that mm-hmm. coming from a dance and theater background it you can did, take 10 seconds you you did come off the stage having done one thing and then you ran all the way around the back through the um back yeah. hallways <laughs> back on. and you just oh. went and all the clothes were off and and all the clothes are on and you were in a completely yeah. different set of makeup and you were back out again and then you and you stop right before people can see you and you go and you're like I was never running Calmly at all. Walk on. Yeah. yeah, it's a very theatrical thing, but I think mm. a ballroom competition is set up so you've got time to yeah. change. Like, there's yeah. other categories going on. But I think they and were at the same time. The so they start then. dancing the Latin mm. dance, and then and he's not on the he, floor. Oh no, he is. He's not on the floor. So they've started the music. He goes out, finds Fran. They come in. They get changed. And then makes his entrance and they're still dancing. I'm like, how long do they dance for? Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't these dances only last like five minutes? But yeah. then it doesn't matter. It's all he had to the, slide the in halfway yeah, through. I on love his knees. that so much. And oh, and then like coming in to scream. I was surprised oh. by because uh, I know nothing about this world um at mm. all. I didn't even realize this was like a thing. And I was surprised by how many people were dancing at the same time. Like the whole, like the instigating mm-hmm. sort of incident or the inciting incident of this. The boxing. They boxed, yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. boxed in at the beginning. <laughs> Another dancer has forced him into a corner and I'm like, is and that? all the audience what? is watching going, ooh. It's like uh-huh. a And the match. comments from those <laughs> yeah. two little kids throughout the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They were go- just golden, those little kids. But I'd forgotten the content of the movie. I remember, like, all the, like, happy feelings. That yeah. Iconic bits. But, like, yeah. as soon as, like, they're dancing and they start getting boxed in, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was, I'd bought in before that point as well. I was just like, yes, this is it. This is the world. And, oh, my God, that, that 
bitch. <laughs> Boxing yeah. them in and then not letting them out. <laughs> and he yeah. was drunk the whole time. And he was drunk the whole yes. time. And he's getting more and more, like, depressed and angsty with himself. But he's like partner who dropped what's his face is like are you drunk and i'm like oh i swear i've heard people in real yeah, life the poor like girls yeah. they yeah. have to like deal with him they think it's such this great thing that they get to dance with ken what's his name yeah and then they're like fuck he's dr- just drunk yeah, yeah we have to like, drag him through he's probably like was actually brilliant but like he's he's realized that none of that world where he is like the god means anything in the real world and so he's like he sells spas he sells spas (laughs) (laughs) like he's got nothing if not for this dance thing and obviously like that's led him to the drink and it's just like i love this popular like that's why he's set up to win that's why Hmm. um bill hunter sets him up to win it's because he's like the popular but you so can also see the self-sabotage come. that he's doing to it because yeah. like it doesn't matter like none of this matters and that's his one thing that he's good at mm. it's just mm. amazing i just i love this movie there's so mm. many layers yeah <laughs> they do all dance at once as well i've been yeah. to i've been to a boring competition yeah. it was fun you all go on that's why you have your numbers yeah um and the judges kind of stand around the outside. And they do, I think, just play the music. It just or they have sometimes a band that will mm-hmm. play. Um, and once the judges have like gone around and seen everyone and scored them, then they're like, Okay, that's the end. Yeah. Um, so you just gotta keep going. Oh, yeah, yeah the- so it's not a routine like a theatrical routine right. where you're like we do this and we do this and we like there is a lead and follow. Like, so it's they've not got a whole bunch skating. of steps that they've Oh, there's yeah, that yeah. movie where the guy who he does Zorro, but he was te- he was in this thing, and he taught the delinquent kids at the school to do ballroom oh, dancing. Antonio Banderas, uh, yeah, Antonio yeah, Banderas, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I just forget his name. That's He's a sick. great film yeah. as well. <laughs> What's it called? Oh, I can't remember. Oh god, it's a it's a it's he it's one of those I don't, can't remember how what the circumstances are, like, but it's one of those low income yeah he was U S yeah. black kids schools yeah. And he and he and he he's goes like a to substitute detention. teacher or something. He was She's a no, poor he's teacher. The was not doing well, but and his bike got stolen. And when he came to like oh, yeah. tell them, like, he I'm said, "I want these kids. I want to teach them ballroom dancing so that they learn respect and so forth through this dancing." And they do. And they do. <laughs> yeah, that's a good film too. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I am. <laughs> Lizzie's like, I have so many things to watch now. I'm like, no, yeah. I think I have seen that, and I'm laughing because I'm like, yeah, yeah I, that rings a bell. <laughs> I think I yeah. saw and the kids. One. The kids are not interested until Antonio Banderas brings his like a partner, a woman that he knows. This girl his from his class takes off amazing. her overcoat, and she's yeah. wearing. She's wearing this like sexy slinky thing, and they do a tango. Yeah, and, and then the kids are like. Oh my god, Sexy she's girl. amazing! I've never seen anyone move like yeah. that. But they've also got that one white ballroom. girl who's a big dancer. Yeah, that's oh, hilarious. It's, it's yeah. Anyway, that's a tangent. Um, we're talking about we're talking this. about following that it's not choreographed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you have to keep the, going. The bogo pogo. Oh, the bogo pogo. <laughs> Just gonna work on the bogo bogo real quick. (laughs) That setup from the start, it's Mm. really cleverly written Mm. because that setup from the start that Wayne is like, Scott, like you promised to help me with the bogo pogo from the very beginning, and then they like bring it up all the time, and Mm. then and then um, Scott's a shit friend. Bill Hunter shows them, but then they. They're trying to follow him, and that's how they like he's find got this, out. Oh, it's that it's on the ball rich. change. I've got to ask him. Yeah, yeah. So it's it sets it up from the very start that they have a reason to 
like expose the bad guy. Mm. I love their outfit at the yeah. end there with his poofy sleeves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, like fruit, the Carmen Miranda style. Mm-hmm. It was good. I had a good time. I had a good time with it. <laughs> I like that nobody wins. I really did because the whole thing through yeah. the movie was them saying you have to win if you lose this thing. That everything's everything's it's over. Like we, it's you know the stakes are higher than anything. Mm-hmm. And then they mm-hmm. just like kind of end it like all movies made at like end of the eighties, start of the nineties. They just end. This is something we've noticed. Happily ever after. Happily ever after. Yeah. It's just, and the movie Mm. is over. Unceremoniously, we done. Like, there's no little sort of epilogue. And you feel, like, you feel happy. You feel satisfied. You're like, oh, it's over. so nice. Like, you expect there's going to be another 10 or 15 minutes of, like, wrap up. But it's just like, and goodbye. Like, in the credits, you'll get, like, a thing where the the newspaper clip or something in the background where it's like, one. No, movies made in this era just Legally blonde, how they're like, yeah, so she graduated and she got to do this and this guy got to do that and this mm-hmm. guy, and it's just like oh that's nice but like you didn't need that in this movie because they yeah. it's it's a full and complete story on there's its own. a lot of um movies being set up for a sequel yeah even like even in a way that there doesn't have to be a sequel but they keep things open just in case because there's the mm-hmm. whole like we could make money off this mm-hmm. franchise and i think sometimes that's a bit detrimental mm-hmm. to the storytelling like sometimes yeah. it's good. Yeah, this is it's fun. It's a fun film. They do lots of dancing. I love. I always felt so awkward because I was an awkward person, and I got embarrassed, and I get secondhand embarrassment yeah. when when Fran first sees Scott dancing, and he like finishes up against the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> like, boom. I was always like so embarrassed for him that she saw mm. like, and but I've kind of gotten over that. I was like, oh, that's so iconic. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I liked them together. Slapping they your were sweaty, sweaty body against the mirror. Someone's going to be really upset about having to clean that. <laughs> I like. I love that's what you took because when I was watching, I was like, he thinks he looks so so cool, and he really doesn't. But like, <laughs> he does. Like he does. He's yeah, so but cool. he is so cool. But he thinks he looks so much cooler. Like it's mm. like it's like that shot where he slides in and her leg just like appears on camera. That is an amazing shot of film but it would look so stupid if you zoomed out a little bit with her (laughs) just walking up because like she had to like pose in a certain way to get the leg at that height Um, (laughs) and very few people can pull that off and look cool at the same time (laughs) yeah but it's such a dance thing like if you're a dancer Mm. your your eyes are glued to the mirror yeah and watch yourself Mm -hmm. yeah because otherwise you don't know what you're doing Mm. yeah and then but then it can also like ruin the lines as well so if you're always looking at yourself you can Mm. it doesn't look that great but it's like perfect for like what he was doing which is just mucking around yeah and I love when she first comes in and she's wearing her ballroom shoes with socks yeah (laughs) and like little toes are wiggling and it's like yeah she's adorable and then and she's wearing that like gigantic pink nighty (laughs) t-shirt yeah with leggings it's like they had her dressed pretty ridiculously in the first act of the movie just because they were trying Mm. to do the um frumpy yeah what's what's the what's the american movie from the 90s that's like the like Miss Congeniality. No, it's the high school no, one. It's like um, the prime example. Uh, it's the one that's meant to be Taming of the Shrew, but isn't. It's the other one. It's no, 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 no. That, type. that, that's. Uh, fuck, I suck at names. Um, which high school movie from the nineties? <laughs> so many. Oh, I'm on such a tangent. Uh, she's all that. 
is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen uh, Ten Things I Hate About that's You in the vibe of that is movie. the yes, that's when oh, is what you're thinking of. My yes, school loves that not, movie. They wanted to teach us all the relationships from that movie. Oh, yeah, because exactly. it's Shakespeare. They're like, it's, it's Shakespeare. Shakespeare. We can show it to yeah, the kids. Yeah, that one's not the that wasn't the one yeah. that I, it was the one that, that went with that movie. one that I was thinking of. But yes, <laughs> that's. But yeah, she's all that is the one where they have yeah. the, the trope where it's yeah. like they take off her glasses and they straighten her hair. And she's pretty. You know, yeah. 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 Princess Diaries yeah. does the same thing. So they no, totally yeah. do this here, but they're doing like a really bad job of it. Right. Like she's like, they're just yeah. putting her in like frumpy clothes that are too big for her yeah. and like. The next thing, so she's, she dances with Scott. She's wearing that oversized T-shirt and socks with her ballroom shoes. And then the next thing you see her in is like um, she starts wearing like leotards and mm. big skirts mm-hmm. but like cinched in at the waist. Like I just noticed that all of a sudden her silhouette mm-hmm. changes so mm-hmm. she's got a waist. She's not just like baggy. Yeah, absolutely. And then he does the take and her the hair is <laughs> like, frizzy. So she, she had it gets the, less frizzy. It's less frizzy, but she had the frizzy hair in a really not a, not flattering to her face shape mm. um, ponytail, mm. and they moved it so it went from like really unflattering to like you don't actually notice this change, but it becomes less and like less un, more and more flattering, less and less unflattering, less frizzy. Having her lose the socks meant she went from cankles to no cankles. Like it's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. the layers of the stuff actually works where she goes from this like really awkward, not really attractive to like mm. she's actually very hot. Um, and it's be- the, and as she gets better at dancing too. Yeah, mm. it's the confidence Yeah, thing. It's, it's kind of folded in with um, so the montage that's happening is them training and mm-hmm. her getting better Good at time. the dancing and mm-hmm. getting more confident. Mm-hmm. So it kind of and mm-hmm. like so that it kind of happens together. So it's not just the like beauty montage mm. of like, her not being beautiful and then being beautiful. It like comes along with a whole bunch of other mm. stuff. And we also like, notice I- it more because that mon- that take the glasses off now she's sexy trope mm. trope such a trope it's yeah. not Whereas, really like uh, in your mm. face about it they actually are very subtle and no like, yeah kind of, yeah like, and it's, it's well yeah. done it's more complex that trope. i yeah. think yeah. than just literally oh now you're beautiful look how beautiful you are <laughs> like they don't really he doesn't even say it he's just like do you need to wear your glasses and takes it off and then you go oh look you took the glasses off she's pretty but like there's nothing said and it's not until she arrives at that competition that she's supposed to dance with Scott and yeah and she looks so his beauty, mom's though. like oh you look nice yeah like, like everyone else notices comment. it before he does sort of thing which I think is yeah good. And, and she and she does it from the lens of I have been looking like that's my job I sell cosmetics mm. I pay attention to how people look mm. and um, I think that's like a clever way of doing it. It's not just like everyone being like, "Oh, now she's pretty. Look at her." Like, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. like that the the couple that with the bogo pogo, like they zoom yeah. past her at one point, and the girl goes, "Oh, you look nice," and then just keeps going. And I'm like, I've done that to my friends every day. Like, <laughs> I'll be I'll be doing something completely different, and I'll just notice something and be like, "You look great," and off I go. And they're like. Okay, that's that's how life is because that's just how you like interact. With she your goes people, you know. racing through. I think mm. it's that competition where yeah. the whole Tina Sparkle thing. She goes racing through them, and then Scott comes and goes. Have you seen Fran? And they're both like, no, no. <laughs> like it's it's a thing they interacted with it, and it's out of their heads because it's not important yeah. right now. Yeah, mm. yeah. It was just perfect. Like just the way There's that they so presented many, it. Yeah, the way the characters are. The... Yeah. and I'm not a big fan of the uh, male lead, uh, female lead. Uh, they're in love nonsense. And I loved the whole like she very clearly is like he is so hot like he is attractive. Yeah, she has a crush on him. From Total the start. crush. Oh, and absolutely. he goes, 
and he does oh, the whole. Um, I just um um yeah. uh, um uh, uh, for like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, spit it out. And he's like, there, like tapping his foot, being yes, I know I'm hot. Can you yeah. get to the point, please? I am an open amateur. Yes. How dare you approach me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> and then over the top. It's amazing. Yeah, and yeah. then like. After he meets the, her family and they like show him the dance, and he's like, "That was really, really cool." And she's like, "Yeah, it was, wasn't it?" And he's like, "You do realize this is—it's just about the it's dance, pretend. right? It's just yeah. pretend because he's still in the like I'm actually like way out of your league headset mm-hmm. um, of like I'm so hot, I'm so attractive, this I'm out is of your just league to win the Pan Pacific. And then they get to the actual Pan Pacific, and he sees her face and then like she's dancing he's like oh i'm a dick (laughs) i was like that's perfect that is the perfect way to act that Mm -hmm. and now i'm buying into this nonsense romance um subplot thing and like Mm -hmm. i will let this happen but i hate i hate all of those ones where they're like oh yeah he suddenly realized that he actually has feelings and um now they're in love i'm just like yeah i think the difference is whether it serves the story and the characters as opposed to like like even though it is a formula mm. and you write within the formula and the constraints like rather than being like it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to end up together at the end mm. like you got to kind of it has to still happen naturally as yeah. part of does the this actually work for the, the character story. or are you yeah. like smashing the character into a box so in the interest of it's nearly midnight oh, yes. for you. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Soon, soon you'll be on the water. same day as us Yay. so uh, one last thing is that this film, Strictly Ballroom, um, tomato rating, because I know you guys do tomato rating oh, on, yeah. on the timeline. So the tomato score was 88% um, and it's 87% audience score. Yeah, which oh, was wicked high. Like that's a really, mm, yeah. that was so much higher than I expected to be. I actually looked, I looked that up too. Um, and it's yeah. shockingly strong tomato score. So really good on this movie because yeah. I wasn't, yeah. I didn't know what it was going to be, and it's higher than I've seen on a lot of movies we've done recently. It's like, damn. That's legit, though. I'll give this a star yeah. B plus, like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do ratings. It's hard to do ratings when you don't have, like, a catalog of ratings. <laughs> like, yeah. We're not to put slot in. Mm, I'm pretty like, sure I've given things like a 42 out of 10, out of 10 before. One time we gave something, yeah. like, six eight dollar blue twitter check marks out of ten like we were like it's whatever whatever like feels right so yeah we tend to have a do we think it's neat yes or no <laughs> yeah, yeah i thought it was neat. Neat. neat super neat yeah it's a, fant- it's a fantastic directorial debut of baz Luhrmann yeah. and it kind of launched his career and i do appreciate that He's not really done that many films. Like that was 1992. I think Romeo plus Juliet was 1997. It was around the same time as Titanic. I think it came out same year. I think that's Maybe. right. As Lerman, looking um, and then Moulin Rouge was 2001. It was 96. And they're pretty close. December of 96. Yeah. Yeah. So fairly, because I know it was um, Leonardo DiCaprio late 90s time. 1996. (laughs) Yeah. Right before he defeated at the BAFTAs for Best Direction, Music and Screenplay. It's Mm. like every five or six years he does something. So he did Strictly Born in 92, Romeo Juliet in 96, Moulin Rouge. 2001. 2001. Australia was 2008. Um, Mm. Then he, like, did other things that weren't films. And then he did Gatsby, yeah. which was 2013. Oh, so it's every five or six years he does, like, a big... Yeah. Mm. And they're good. Mm. Like, they're great. Yeah. Wait, he did I Great Gatsby? Good... Yeah. Mm, that's oh, my God, yeah. this is so tracking, mm. that, like, the vibe. Yeah. yeah. This is a whole thing yeah, like, I didn't know about. Him out. Okay. 
He's got a style and I'm quite happy to get a, like a big fancy film from him every five years. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. I didn't know James Cameron's kind of person. like that now. They're not churning them out anymore. It's like let's make the art, mm. let's make this really good. And I like I would prefer to have fewer things mm. but have them all really good because mm-hmm. then you don't have to like sort through all the crap yeah. and have a list of my But long, you can like also like Netflix. with these movies you can see that it's something that he's doing because like he's invested a lot of time and he's passionate about it and he like really mm. loves what he's like yeah. doing and everyone in it loves it as well. Um, mm. Whereas you get the ones that like – They'll just like take one a movie and they'll just be like, yeah, I'll just direct it fine. Whatever Even the, the Marvels project. are yeah. kind of churning them out, yeah. but they're throwing a lot of money in it. So yeah. it, now everyone's just copying quality. the Marvel formula for all their action movies these days. It's like, eh. Yeah. I still like But again, them. you yeah. can follow the formula as long as you do it right. Yeah, strictly ballroom. Strictly. It's a pretty good film. Yeah. Holds up. It's a yeah, it's fantastic. Sets the kind of scene for what comes later in the trilogy and um yeah so that was strictly boring <laughs> you can find you can find us on twitter or instagram at isn't it neat pod you can email us on isn't it neat pod at gmail.com don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a review that really helps us out and thanks Lindsay, for coming <laughs> thanks Lindsay. thank you guys next time we'll let it be late for you guys and you can have a drink and i'll be early <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening Now go and enjoy something you think is neat.